Thanks for being with us. So, well, as you've likely been hearing, restaurants are having a very tough time since they were ordered to shut all dine-in service. Takeout delivery is still an option, but really not enough to keep all of the restaurants afloat. And there have been predictions that we could see about 15% of restaurants in BC that don't recover from the economic downturn being caused by COVID-19. Well, you might have also heard about a new campaign called One Table. Joining me on the Line to talk a bit more about this is Miru Dalwala, owner of Vidges, a co-owner of Vidges, and uh, featured in the One Table campaign. Miru, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us today. Hey, Jill. Uh, what exactly is the One Table campaign? Well, basically, we're trying to get all of us together in one cohesive voice around the country. So we do have a platform that's stronger than any individual restaurant would be. And, you know, noticeable enough, for example, the way everybody talks about the airlines need this and the banks need that, insurance companies need this. We're trying to just basically unite to give ourselves a bigger, more powerful voice. And what how has the response been so far? I I think it's gaining a lot of momentum as people do realize that, uh, you know, the restaurants um, as an accumulated industry, We make a huge part of the economy. We make a huge part of our culture. We make a huge part of how people enjoy themselves in the city. And so I think it is gaining a lot of momentum. Uh, How will restaurants be affected by uh, the increase in the wage subsidy with the prime minister coming out uh, and upping it from the 10% to the 75%? So for us, that was a great um, move. I mean, it was very, very helpful. I think it's going to help us um, carry on, but that's one part of the assistance that we need. So, for example, my staff that's working right now um, that we have, we've got hours for, specifically the kitchen staff, even if we've just gone down to delivery, and by the way, at Vidges we were a dine-in, and with just delivery takeout, our revenues have gone down 90% right now. So mm. for the staff that's working, that's great. But we've got hourly staff, and at 90% less business, I just, I mean, EI is still a better option, right? Right. So it's great for the employees that we are able to keep employed. That's wonderful. And there's two ways of looking at my, or our business. One is, you know, how are we going to keep afloat today, next month, and the following month? That's one way of looking at it. The other is sometimes, you know what, if we're looking at how to keep afloat today, that doesn't necessarily translate into we will be afloat a year from now. And so that's what the government also needs to focus on. So 75% wage subsidy is fantastic, but we restaurants can't reopen full time to a new economy with more debt to repay. Even if it's at zero interest, it's nevertheless more debt to repay. Um, We don't even know if people are going to, you know, come back in the same droves as pre-COVID-19. Right. And and that goes to the uncertainty, which is just everywhere, especially without knowing what's going to happen in the next week, in the next month, in the next yeah. six months, even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned, so for a restaurant like yours, that was a, a dine-in restaurant, even going to a takeout model, are you able to do the physical distancing with kitchen staff? Because kitchens are generally a place where people are kind of all over each on top of each other. Yes. And that's what I've made a very specific point of in all of my correspondence and email and publicity. So we are maintaining that social distance between our kitchen staff. Uh, We have a bigger kitchen. And um, like I said, 
I've, well, I've done a special menu. I've done a, you know, it's a revamped menu of vidges. And so people are getting different dishes. But these are dishes that we are able to prepare that obviously it has to taste good. I can't lose more business during delivery time. Mm-hmm. So it's still tasting good, but we're able to prepare it at a distance. Right. And, and will you be able to keep up that model then, be able to keep paying enough staff and to do that for however long this continues? No, not I'm not sure. It just depends on how the business, the takeout and the delivery picks up. We're all in the same boat together. So suddenly uh, there's an abundance of restaurants now who are doing delivery and takeout. So customers have a lot to choose from. And again, it's a, it's, it's a new demand and there's a huge glut of supply. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We're all doing it. So it really depends on how well we do as restaurants. In terms of takeout and delivery to see, okay, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? And how long this drags on? And and, and any concerns when you talk about supply? Uh, you make very specific dishes. I, and you said you've changed it a little bit to make sure that it works in a delivery model. Uh, but mm-hmm. is, there, are there, is there any concern that you might not be able to get the right ingredients or that things will change yeah. there? Yeah. So, for example, you know, even our vendors have seen a huge decrease in their uh, business. So, um, you know, so a lot of my suppliers are saying I need to get paid today when I deliver hmm. because we are losing a lot of money as well. And, you know, another supplier is saying, wow, uh, you want us to deliver five bunches of kale hmm. versus, you know, previously we were ordering, you know, $1,000 worth of food. So everybody is seeing this down the supply chain. And my job right now is just coordinating all of this as best as possible to keep it going. Right. Because I would imagine, and and not suggesting this, but in some cases, it would be easier for people just to close the doors. I think those of us who have a huge cushion um, probably are going to close the door. Maybe those of us who just don't have the staff, because again, a lot of, I mean, they're not just staff, they're human beings with elderly people at home, perhaps with family members who are immunocompromised. So I think it's a combination of how much of a cushion do you have? How much staff do you have? Is your restaurant even set up to do this kind of a you know takeout delivery style of a business? Is your cuisine set up for it? So I think there are a lot of different decisions that you know we all have had to make. Restaurants, you know, people forget it's not just about oh you know it's a really busy restaurant. The restaurant can be very busy, but we pay a lot of money for renovations, design, plateware, cutlery. Um, for example, at Vidges, uh, you know, I've had my kitchen staff for 25 years, and so my labor cost is pretty high. Uh, there, you know, everybody has mortgages on their homes, and it's it's a career. It's not just an hourly, you know, job that you can change. So, you know, we have huge labor costs. We have huge food costs. Um, you know, a boiler breaks down. Suddenly, we're responsible for that um, equipment. Um, it's a very paper thin margin for us. Absolutely. Uh, we just have about a minute left. What about your bills as well? About we've been talking a lot about rent and leases coming mm-hmm. up uh, shortly. Uh, what do you do about that? Well, we're right now just setting up and planning and getting through week by week. We haven't really yet spoken to our landlords or anything like that. Thankfully, no one has come knocking on our door, you know, saying, hey, it's April 1st. So, um, you know, we're pretty thankful about that one, too. I think everybody is sitting and waiting, and I would hope that we take into consideration what Trudeau said today, and we've all got to act in good faith. All right. We will leave it there, but I'm sure we will check in with you again. Miru, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. All right.
That is Miru Dalwala, co-owner of Vidges, also one of the owners featured in the One Table campaign. Restaurants doing what they can to stay afloat in these uncertain times. When we come back after a break for the news headlines to the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Claire Newell with Travel Best Bets. So you might have heard the news up to uh, 15,000 layoffs at Air Canada. We're also going to take a look at refunds as far as people who had trips planned and are still unclear on what to do about cancellations and those new domestic rules in place now for all flights and trains within Canada, denying people boarding if you are showing any signs of COVID-19.